Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Retire Simply Podcast. I'm Scott Winstead. And I'm Angela. And we're back this week bringing you all things retirement related. And we are going to shift gears just a little bit. Yep. Um, You know, we just got done speaking a lot and releasing several episodes around taxes and tax planning, you know, especially this time of year. Um, And so we wanted to shift gears a little bit uh, and talk about life insurance. Yeah, I think this will be a great subject. And I think, you know, obviously life insurance has a lot of benefits. Um, One of the little known benefits, I think, is how it can be used in terms of your tax planning. So we thought it was appropriate to continue talking about tax strategizing, um, but how to maybe use an alternative type of tool that I think, you know, sometimes, hun, right, like gets a little confused out there. It does get confusing. And, you know, lots of times when we're visiting with people in the office, if they've heard of life insurance or an annuity or this or that, oftentimes they see that we use them in completely different ways that they've never thought of before. So today we're going to be sharing some of that life insurance information with you. Absolutely. And, you know, it's one of those things where life insurance is like any other tool, like a stock, a bond, a mutual fund, real estate, right? It's simply just a tool in your toolbox that you can use at your discretion. I still am astonished how many folks just believe that they don't need life insurance any longer once the kids are grown and the house is paid off. Um, Well, well, yes, me too. And I think that's one of just the wonderful reasons for having this conversation. Of course, yeah. Yeah, But but it's really one of those things where from a pure protection standpoint, it's, well, it's the best tool you can get from a pure protection standpoint, Mm -hmm. right? There's, There's no other tool, financial tool, where you can go put your money and leverage it with way more dollars um, than life insurance. So it is true for, I think, most folks either getting close to retirement or in retirement, they don't need life insurance purely for protection, right? Kids are off the payroll for Mm -hmm. the most part. Um, Most of the house is paid off. Yeah, the house is paid off. Um, And so, you know, you don't have this big need if something were to happen to, you know, one of the spouses, um, that you have a lot of bills to cover. But in terms of care, right, I think especially long-term care, in terms of tax planning, I think life insurance is an incredible tool. Mm-hmm. Um, I would still say that probably at least 85% of the folks that come in and visit with us have nothing in place for long-term care. I agree with that. Um, and at least 85%. Yeah, I would say that's probably low. I do too. But I would too. let's give it the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. So they have nothing in place for long-term care. Done a pretty good job of saving, mm-hmm. right? So let's just say, you know, able to save somewhere between one to two million dollars. Yep. Okay. Um, most of it in taxable accounts. So IRA, 401k, 403b. So let's just use a million dollars because it's a nice round number and I can do the math in my head. Okay, Okay? let's do that. So, you know, we talked a couple episodes back. If you've got a million dollars in your retirement, do you really have a million dollars? Depends on where it is. That's right. right. For most people, the answer is no, right? The government's going to get a portion of that. Now, let's just make it simple. Let's make it low. Let's say the government's going to get um, 20% for taxes. Mm -hmm. So... That immediately carves off two hundred thousand dollars, and you've got eight hundred thousand now in your retirement. Right. Okay. 
Now we want to supplement living, right? Um, in terms of pensions, you know, uh, social securities, you know, have the cost of living that we want. So now we've got $800,000 to do all the other things, taxes, insurances, uh, travel, um, you know, inflation, healthcare, yeah. long-term care. Yeah. I mean, and the grandkids, don't forget the grandkids. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just, you know, think about this for a second. $800,000, I'm not dismissing that's not a lot of money. But in a 25 to maybe 30 year retirement, when you talk about all the different tasks and chores mm -hmm. that that $800,000 has to accomplish, mm -hmm. the, I guess maybe the probability of it accomplishing all of those things fully funded 100% is quite low actually. Where a tool like life insurance for long-term care, tax-free income, and some of those other advantages that come along with owning life insurance can really, really make a huge difference. So this is not a conversation around you need to run right out and go get a bunch of different life insurance and be stuffed to the gills and have huge right. policies that cost you a lot of money. But it is, in my estimation, I know you feel like this too, it is a financial vehicle and a financial tool that I think gets dismissed way too easily because people just think, I don't need insurance any longer because the house yeah. is paid off and the kids are grown. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that we want to encourage you to think about is always about leverage. How can you leverage your dollar, right? It's the whole reason we have insurance um, for our house and our car, mm -hmm. right? Yes. I mean, if I can pay for car insurance, you know, a couple hundred bucks a month, so let's just make it simple and say it's 2,500 bucks a year, mm -hmm. and I drive a $50,000 car, let's say, well, that's pretty darn good leverage, right? Yeah. That's, hey, if I wreck this car and total it, I'm going to get at least a big chunk of money back, and it only costs me 2,500 bucks. Well, the same is true for your life insurance, especially with long-term care. I'm not suggesting, and we're not suggesting, right, that... Um, you need a life insurance policy that's going to cover 10 years in a nursing home. Right. But at least being able to put money towards something where you give a little and they give a lot is a huge benefit. And it's tax-free. Yeah, that is a huge benefit. And I know we're talking about the dollars and the numbers right now, but you know I want to chime in a little bit about when we do have a long-term care event, that is a huge emotional event for the family. And a great thing, even if, like Scott is just saying, we're not looking to cover 10 years of your long-term care um, expenses. Most of us don't have those. But what we are looking for is an immediate, I know exactly what to do when mom or dad have this experience. I know exactly where to go to get the money. And let's pretend I need $100,000. I'm not going to have to take out $125,000 to then pay the taxes and get my $100,000. I know to go to the life insurance policy. And just as Scott has shared, you know, those are tax-free dollars. And so, you know, I, and I know you're ultra passionate about this because, you know, you primarily work with, you know, um, women, right? Yes. And couples. Yes. But pr primarily women. And, you know, a lot of times when you're talking about care mm -hmm. and needing care, mm -hmm. The wife 
is the one that gets stuck holding the bag the most. Well, and that is something, now I don't want to scare people away, but this is something that I often say when I'm visiting with couples, especially if the wife is not involved in understanding. And, and, and I will say, I, I want you to get involved. Let me explain this to you simply. The reason it is so important, my lady, is because if this retirement plan doesn't work, this, this thing that is already structured and in place that your husband's fully on board with, if it doesn't work, he more than likely won't realize that. It will be you because we, 80% of us outlive our husbands. Mm -hmm. So I just try to drive that point home so that they'll get involved. Yeah. And I, and, I, and again, as we march down this path of life insurance this month and talking more about it and ways to look at it, I think the first thing is have an open mind. Just mm -hmm. have an open mind. You know, don't have these preconceived notions that I don't need life insurance because the kids are grown or annuities are bad because Ken Fisher told you they're bad or you read some, you know, story about uh, maybe this stock. Have an open mind. You know, when we're planning retirement, m most of us would want the person helping you with that to use all the tools in the toolbox. You know, when we were building our house, right, on a couple of years ago, I didn't go to the contractor and the builder and say, well, you know, I really don't want you to use this type of nail gun or that type of saw mm -hmm. because I've heard that it can be bad or I don't need it. No, you know what I care about? I care about that my house looks like the blueprint that I designed that I want. That's what I care about. And that it's sturdy and it has a solid foundation. Of yes. course. So, you know, the first thing is be open-minded to utilizing different type of financial vehicles in a different manner than what you may be accustomed to and how you grew up in understanding how these things actually work. The financial industry is no different than any other industry out there. There is innovation. Yeah. There are different strategies. The marketplace is constantly changing. And so you, we want to make sure that we are always looking at the best tool to accomplish the job that's in front of us. Well, and let's think about this for a moment, right? Most of the time when people are coming to visit with us for the first time, honey, they have been really, really focused on working and saving their money mm -hmm. and growing it, right? So it would make sense that when they come to us and we're talking about a completely different phase of mm -hmm. life where we're not working and stuffing money into our retirement accounts, but we're actually retired and whether we want to or not, most of the time we're forced to take money out, that we might have a little bit of a different strategy and we might use our tools a little bit differently than when we were working and saving. Yep, no doubt. So I just share that with you as we go through this month. You know, um, listen with an open ear, an open mind. Um, it doesn't mean, again, that you need to run right out and get insurance. What it does mean is that there is probably not another financial tool offered that does so, so much and so many different things yeah. it wrapped up in one package. Um, it really can be like that old school, you know, Swiss army knife, right? The mm -hmm. red one, you know, yeah, that know we all carry around. Yes. I always seem to <laughs> lose the toothpick and the tweezers in the end of it. But, you know, 
life insurance, when properly designed, can really, really help and and complement very nicely all the hard work that you've done to save to prepare for retirement. So um, we want to be able to bring you some different ideas around that in future episodes. Uh, we're going to continue to discuss this, um, especially in terms of the tax planning piece as well. So we'll talk about it in terms of your care and taxes. In the meantime, though, if you have questions around your current insurance, maybe how it works, uh, you just don't know exactly what you got, feel free to give the office a call. We'll help you review it. Yeah. That number is 817-328-6152. That's 817-328-6152. Next time, we're going to dive into different types of insurance. Also understanding um, you know, some of the tax benefits that the life insurance can give us. Um, have a great week. We look forward to talking with you next week. And we'll bring you uh, all that information then. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been another week of Retire Simply. Thanks for listening. And remember, anyone can save money. And just as easily, anyone can run out of money. But it takes skill and a plan to take what you've saved and not run out. If you want to listen to more episodes or learn more about Compass Retirement, go to compassretirement.com. That's compass, with two S's, retirement.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to tell a friend. They're probably a lot like you and would enjoy it too. Compass Retirement is an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Compass Retirement, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Compass Retirement Inc. is not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Compass Retirement Inc. Hypothetical examples have been provided for illustrative purposes only. It does not represent a real-life scenario and should not be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Any and all other services related to insurance are an outside business activity and are not offered through or supervised by AE Wealth Management, LLC.